episode we hear from Tumelo Lepardi. He starts by telling us how he became interested in computers as a kid, and after high school, with direction from his mom and an inspiring movie, led him to pursue a computer science degree. If you ever wondered what an Amazon whiteboard interview is like, keep listening until the end. For the most part, um, I mean, we always just had computers around at home. You know, as a kid, you're always playing around with computers. I wasn't programming by then, but I was just, you know, having fun creating stuff, you know, making, um, you know, just making pictures, painting, playing games, that kind of stuff. Um, so I've always been accustomed to it, just like most people my age. Um, but yeah, when I got into like grade 11, grade 12, I actually had no idea what I was going to do. Um, um, but And I actually would go to my parents, like ask them for advice, like what do you guys think I can do? And they were like, no, you just have to choose what you want. And that didn't help me. Um, but I, <laughs> yeah, but I ended up just, yeah, my mom, yeah, after like following her around for, like to give me an answer, just some kind of direction, she was like, but you've always been good with computers. Like, why don't you do something related to that? And as well, um, there was this movie with uh, Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn where they were like interns at Google. It's like, this, this is the kind of workplace you get into if you learn like how to program. Then I, I think this is my kind of a, field because yeah you see like they're at google which is like i guess it's the epitome of uh, work environment but either way like yeah um even though i'm working at a at a bank at investec even there like it's it's not as bad as people who work in other fields like we have flexible hours we have uh, we can work remotely so, yeah, it's, it's lived up to what I expected. Oh, that's awesome. I guess it's like when people watch uh, those uh, law series or law movies and then they want to become lawyers. And then, but then it's maybe different when they start working. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. If you get into suits and you think you'll pursue that, you'll see that it's a different playing field. Yeah, true, mm. true. Well, that's very interesting that you... So you went, um, you went the, the formal route of how was the co- studying computer science? Was it quite uh, difficult? Like, uh, was it quite a long, ro- long, long road? Or I think the hardest thing is this: like, if if a student can get to a point where they realize that syntax and semantics are not really what makes a developer. Um, Getting into that mindset of like thinking in like a developer, solving things, breaking down problems. Once I got into that kind of like mode of um, of thinking at uni, it was still difficult because the problems and the assignments were hard, and the concepts are quite difficult as well. But um, once you let go of uh, getting 
getting the perfect syntax, getting the perfect semantics, writing the shortest piece of code, um, it becomes enjoyable. Although it's still challenging, the challenge becomes enjoyable. So, so it was, uh, I'm grateful because it taught me to think like a developer and to break things down, you know. Um, so, and to think logically, like think when you are doing something, just understand you're working with a machine. You have to make something that a machine will um, will be able to simulate, like because it's just repeating whatever you've put in, whatever instructions you're giving it. So I'm thankful for that knowledge base that I came away with, even though there wasn't like anything in the syllabus that said this is what we are teaching you, but you realize as time goes on that, okay, this is actually what we need to learn. You need to find ways to make things that are repetitive and a machine can understand. And yeah, I, I even, they know at work, I always tell them like, all things are possible with code. You just need to think the right way. So yeah. Yeah, that's a very nice way of looking at it, <laughs> that you're talking to a machine and not a human. <laughs> So yeah. was was there was there a moment where where it kind of clicked for you, or or was it would you say it was more gradual that uh, as you as time went by that that it started feeling more familiar? Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think as with most things, um, it started like gradually because what I I would literally pick up. Um, we first started with Python, and we had a recommended textbook. I'll try to finish my assignment as early as possible. Once I'm done with that, I'll literally pick up my Python textbook and go through each question, go through each programming assignment in the textbook as well. So, cause I was, I got to a point where I actually enjoyed it. And it was gradual at first, like I would take forever to finish things. Um, but once time went by, like there's a point where things just, um, yeah, things just come together, and you just you just finish things much more quickly. You see mistakes much more quickly. You, yeah, it becomes like you just just by someone telling you a problem, you immediately begin to solve it in your head. And yeah, so I think it's gradual in the beginning, but there will always come a point where uh, things just change. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And and are you still? Uh, was that the first language you started with, Python? Uh, and if so, are you still do, uh, working with it now, or or do you work with other languages at the moment? Yeah, so we did start off with Python, um, and then we moved on to Java and C plus plus, and then there was a semester of machine language. Um, but besides that, um, at work. Um, at work, what happens is we, when a project starts, like we just think what is the best language for this project. So because we've been making a lot of web apps, I've been mainly focusing on Angular. I did have like a few months where we had a guy from BI and he was creating an API and he was already comfortable with Python. And we ended up building that thing in Python, but right now I've mostly been working with Angular, yeah. 
Okay. Is there is there a language that you prefer working with that you like more than than the other, or are you kind of comfortable with with most of them? Um, I'm not like. A <laughs> um, I mean, I can write code in Node and Angular and Python because and Java, but um, I'm always I'm still willing to learn and. I don't. I don't think I have a favorite. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't really have a favorite. Um, I just, yeah, just. I think in every situation you should look at your project and find out which language best suits what you're trying to achieve. You see. Okay. Yeah. And as you're learning, uh, learning new languages or learning new uh, frameworks and stuff now. Um, has, has your way of approaching it changed much uh, over the years? Uh, of, uh, oh, in terms of um, how I pick it up, like if it's something yeah. completely new. Yeah, kind of um, like your learning process. Uh, have you adapted it over the years? or? Um, yeah, because um, initially, um, when I was in school, I always believed like you should just get a textbook and just hammer every practical thing inside that textbook. Once you get into a workplace, you don't have the time to do that. So, but fortunately, we have like online learning, so you can use Udemy courses. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I don't know. I think, thing one thing that gives me um, comfort is you know I, I have that. Confidence in myself that you know what you're a programmer, but this is just a different language. So you still have to learn like what is the best way to use this language, what is the best practices, and where is it heading. Like you, you just have to learn those things. But there comes a point where all the fluff in the different languages um, just comes down to your thinking and how yeah so i think the biggest thing that has changed is having more confidence in the fact that i do have the right way of thinking all i need to know is um like the theory of how this this language piece, uh, best works so yeah that's how i would, I would say it has changed over time okay okay cool and what was one of the first uh, projects, um, or can you remember a first project you built uh, initially, like uh, when you were learning? Um, did you, or did did you in uni were you building projects, or was it mostly uh, just exercise based? I think the yeah at uni it was mostly um, like yeah exercises stuff like that. Uh, I would say the first project. Would have to be yeah, when I was an intern at at the same place I'm working at now at Investec. Yeah, yeah, that's where we got into SQL and Excel. Like I have never seen this side of Excel. Like we were programming, it was it was eye opening for me. Um, yeah, yeah, because they had you know they have a bunch of manual. Um, um, what do you call it? 
like recording that they do of transactions. So we had to automate um, all that, um, like how they summarize all the information. We had to automate that. It was yeah, a good three months just to do that in SQL. And we were only working from Excel. So yeah, it was it was really it was cool. Yeah. That sounds like a like a like an interesting project. <laughs> yeah, like a different side of Excel you you wouldn't see. Some people maybe don't want to see. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, like uh, <laughs> um, yeah. When I talk about it now, it feels like I'm just making things up. But it was something else. Yeah, it was it was much- just cool because we did pick up SQL at school. Uh, okay. But uh, yeah. one of our team members was like an engineer, so he hadn't really worked with SQL, but uh, it's fine, we showed him. So it was nice, it was cool. Like we just went in there and got into yeah the programming side, coded up that file and it would build up a new file with all the summarizations. Yeah, it was nice. I, enjoy, I really enjoyed it, yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, and during, I, during, yeah. I, I, I was gonna. It wouldn't be something I would want to do all the time. I think it's a okay. nice once-off thing to have just gotten over with. Yeah. 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 Nice for the experience, but but not <laughs> every day, or like not for for a long period. Yeah, yeah, not every day. Okay. And do, do you have to do technical presentations in, in your in like in your work day to day now, or have you done a technical presentation before, or or like a, an interview that you can maybe remember? And uh, were you nervous or excited or when, before you had to do it? Yeah, technical interviews. Yeah, there, there's something else. I had one at Amazon. Um, twenty twenty uh, last year. Um, I also had another one at Intellect um, last year as well. Yeah, like technical interviews are, they aren't, I wasn't nervous for the Amazon uh, technical interview. It was my first technical interview. So I wasn't really sure what to expect. But having gone through that, I realized like technical interviews don't have to be so bad. Like you... Unfortunately, like we are not like other professions. Um, if you are, um, I don't know, like an accountant, yeah. I doubt you have to go there and show your calculation skills. Um, I don't really know the process, but I'm just assuming. If you're a lawyer, I don't think you have to get in there and show you how well you can argue or prove a point. Yeah. I think they yeah, can yeah. base it off of your experience and all the past um, cases you've been in, but with programming, like you have to come in there and show show us what you're made of. So, and yeah, I would say yeah, it was it was nerve wracking. Um, like I didn't know what to expect. I got in there and yeah, yeah, those questions were hard and you know, like you just need to prepare. Um, There's no other way. Like you need to give yourself a proper month to go into these um, websites where they have practice questions, just make sure when you get in there, because some people at Amazon specifically, like you have to write down with whatever you're coding, just write it on a board. Oh, well, and like you, on a whiteboard or? Yeah, or like on a whiteboard. A, okay. 
So it was, okay. yeah. Like that alone just turns you off. Like you don't have your editor, you don't have your ID. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I would say um, I'm glad I went through it because for the intellect interview, I knew, okay, I need to give myself a few weeks to um, to practice questions just to get in the zone. Because most people, most of the interviews I was doing as well, I was doing them in Java, but I've been working in Angular for so many months, so many years. So when I got there, yeah, um, I, I did brush up. I wasn't making a lot of mistakes, but um, if you do, if you don't go in there ready, it's gonna it's gonna drop your morale as well. You see, and yeah, that won't land well when you're doing your interview. You need to get in there, being confident in yourself, knowing that you've prepared. You know. Yeah, definitely. And did they put you in like a? Were you in a room with the? Were they watching you doing it, or did they give you some time to, to, to and, the, and then the problems and, and then so they, literally they, what they would do, they would give you a coding problem, and sometimes they don't. It's not actually a coding problem, uh, but they don't even give you a hint like this actually needs code or this actually needs you to explain like an architecture. They don't give you those hints. They just tell you, here's a problem, what would you do? You see? And you you guys are all in one room sitting together. And the it's like after they ask you the question, you need to start writing your solution on the board. You see? So it was it was yeah, it was intense because they would have I don't know, like four different interview sets. So it was two people interviewing you. You get like four different ones. And that thing lasted like six hours or something. So, yeah, that was an experience. <laughs> I it must have been quite nerve-wracking. Like, yeah. Not, not having all that, all, especially all that pressure, I suppose, as well. And then you, yeah, they're just sitting there watching you right on that board. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they won't even let you know that ah you you're wasting your time now. Um it's time for you to rethink. They'll just let you do your thing. Oh wow, that's almost worse. Like because then you don't know which there's no feedback, eh? Even when you're done, you don't know if you're doing something that's correct or not. Like you'll just hear from the panel, like they'll just send an email or call you later. Let you know how it went. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> and and I was actually I was actually really curious to ask you though about like problem solving and 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 like say hitting a wall when you're trying to solve a problem. Um, do you have any Do you have any like uh, techniques that you've you've learned over the years? Like when you know when a piece of code or something stops working, like what do you usually what do you usually do first? Do you do you walk away from your computer or is there someone you ask or or uh, advice, or yeah, definitely you do need to ask. Um, so yeah, fortunately, like at work, it's not at school where they say like you, you guys are copying. Or, <laughs> um, yeah. At work, you work together, so that's the nice part about it. 
and you guys build you know things that are more robust because there's more people working on it um but there are times where you do solve things on your own and yeah what i do i don't think it's a technique per se but i literally just step back and i ask myself like what are you trying to do <laughs> and <laughs> i ask myself how would i do it and okay. literally like um, as a person how would i solve this thing after that i would say okay now this think like a computer how can you make this a sequential uh, set of instructions for for your computer to be able to execute it okay. so yeah that that's what i do um but yeah was, there are times where i literally just just walk away from my computer as well because i yeah so you just need a fresh mind sometimes yeah yeah but that's such a great analogy though like to think of the you know that you're dealing with a computer and then and not force the same thinking on, on it and not understand why it's not working <laughs> yeah like because at times you get so lost in your code you even forget like what are you doing <laughs> yeah yeah i can imagine um and i think maybe we can we can finish off on a on a positive note uh, uh <laughs> maybe something less uh, uh, stressful reminding you of all those stressful situations <laughs> interviewing um i don't know if uh, if there's any future trends in in like uh, web development or tech or software engineering anything that you're excited about or or uh, anything that you that you're excited about learning like that's developing or that that you do you follow any blogs or or tech blogs and stuff yeah so <clears throat> yeah there aren't, there aren't like specific blogs that i follow and all that um what i follow most is academind i'm not sure how you pronounce that it's this youtube channel by maximilian i i can't pronounce his surname maximilian something um okay. that guy he just breaks down like web development he yeah he really gets into detail um I, I, it was the first guy i watched when i was learning angular and i just kept following him especially because angular updates like every six months so you need to do that and then um yeah like at work we we are really going hard on cloud computing so yeah I've just picking up um those um those technologies and yeah we yeah a lot of like devops stuff yeah i did pick it up you know beginning of 2020 just picking up devops because we yeah we use all that uh, kubernetes docker images you know so yeah it's one thing i'm really glad that i did pick up and now moving into cloud computing it's another stage because we used to deploy on premises and I want to be deploying on cloud so it's a new new thing for me to um actually know how it works and work on it um it's one thing to just know like okay in theory this is what should happen but getting into the thick of things yeah i'm really excited about getting into that That's very interesting. And you do put quite a lot of uh, 
time into it, your, your, your own personal time into learning it as well and reading up on it? Um, yeah, it does require... So what I would do mostly is find a situation whereby it's needed at work and then you just work a bit of overtime because you're actually learning. Um, and it's, it's much more uh, fulfilling to work like that, you know? You yeah, definitely. Start something, see it through. Um, you also are contributing to your workplace. and Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I prefer to learn. Although it does, you do need to go over time because if you don't, like, you're going to miss, you're going to miss our deadlines now. Yeah. I guess it's meaningful then, or, or there's more uh, accountability in a sense for you to learn it then as well. Like, because if it, you know, if you start actually applying it to your work, then it, it becomes so much more relevant. It seems. Yeah. Yeah, real world experience counts much more in our field.